Hi, I'm Katie with Bountiful Living, and I did kind of a crazy thing yesterday. I started a YouTube channel, which I think I've always intended to do, but didn't expect to do it so soon, didn't really have all the equipment to do it, but it didn't matter because there was a message I wanted to get out to help people as we return back to school, especially with finances being so tight in this economy, things costing so much more that saving money is essential to our everyday lives. So if you have time to check it out, go to bountifulliving.net. Up at the top, you'll see my social links. And there is a little icon for YouTube. It's the sideways triangle. It'll be a little different than this episode because I thought it is also going to take less time for me to learn a new program pulling the audio out of that video and posting it up for you as a podcast. So this is fresh and new. The same content, but there's going to be, of course, a variation because there's things I forgot to say and actually said wrong in the video (laughs) and wasn't sure how to add up the text. I figured it out later, but it doesn't matter. This is all part of the learning process. So the reason I'm coming to you today is time and money. They are precious resources. Time is something we don't get back. It's one resource that once we've spent it, it's forever gone. So I try to be very intentional on how I spend my time. And I do enjoy shopping. In the past, I've enjoyed it a little too much. So (laughs) being sure that I'm using my time well when I'm out shopping is something that's important to me. The other aspect of that is money. We work really hard to get money into our storehouses, and we don't want to spend it frivolously buying things we don't need, we don't use. Even with your kids, your kids, this is, they're definitely guilty of this. Uh, you're like, why did I spend all this money on a thing and you never even wore it? So one of the ways that we can combat some of that is changing our mindset about shopping. I'm not sure if you've ever considered it in this way, but our wardrobe is a tool and it's a part of our kingdom purposes. And let me explain that for you a little bit. God has put us here to steward this world. And one of the first ways that we influence people, whether they're repulsed by us or they're like, oh, that person looks like somebody I'd like to get to know. They see our outward appearance, whether we want them to or not. That's just reality. Our wardrobe is something that connects us to others. It's like that first contact. And it causes us to be relatable. Paul says he was all things to all people. So we need to relate to the world, be in it, but not of it, right? Our wardrobe is also a reflection of our unique personality. And that's something that I really have always enjoyed doing is I don't like to look like everybody else. I don't want to be cookie cutter. And we do have individual, unique giftings that God has placed within each of us and wants us to shine as lights for him so that all men will see our good works and glorify God in heaven. Our wardrobe also aids us in our everyday life. It helps us as a tool when we work, play, exercise, and sometimes can even identify us as a volunteer. I know I have a whole stack of t-shirts dedicated to uh, places that you've got to wear the t-shirt when you volunteer. 
So before I go out shopping, because I don't want to be frivolous with my spending, I take a first step, and I didn't share this in the um, YouTube if you're watching it, to assess my wardrobe. I start with things that I love, and I don't get rid of those because I love them. I enjoy wearing them, and they're good, comfortable pieces that have served me well. Sometimes, though, those pieces wear out, and we need to replace them. If you're not necessarily struggling with what to replace, here's a little trick that I picked up along the way. You can take all of your coat hangers and turn them kind of where the hook point is facing towards you. And when you wear an item, turn it the other way. And eventually in your closet, you'll see the things that you're not wearing. And really in about six months to a year at most, If you're not wearing those items, those are something that you can thrift, you can donate, you can have a clothing swap. I'm not going to go over that today in the the podcast, but that is so much fun to do with friends. And I will uh, kind of unpack that in another episode. In order to shop intentionally, I have built and created and kept for the last probably five years a capsule wardrobe. I love it. I'm never going back to the old way of doing things. So when I go out, I try not to just impulse buy and like, oh, this thing is so cute, but to be very intentional about how I shop. So I have kept the concept of a capsule wardrobe. I have a palette that I work from where I buy the majority of my clothing in that color temperature and in those styles so that throughout spring, summer, winter, fall, I have things that work together and I don't have to worry about things not matching. It's been very helpful for me, especially for someone who is never sure if they're matching. So the way to build a capsule wardrobe is to start with things you love, like your favorite pieces. For an example, for me, it's denim. I wear denim jackets. I wear jeans almost every day and in the summer, jean shorts. I also have a lot of white. So those are two things that I started with my foundation of building my wardrobe and building my neutrals. And around that, you add a pop of color. I really like blues and greens. And I sometimes wear dark clothing, but the majority of the time I like it light, kind of matching with my complexion and my hair. So I have moved everything in that direction of having kind of a not quite pastel, I would say a muted palette for my wardrobe. You'll be surprised how much you can mix and match when you have a wardrobe that way and how many things actually go together that you never thought could. One of the inspirations that helped me the most when I need inspiration for my wardrobe is nature. God already put flowers together so beautifully and the way that the sea and the sand go together. So just being out in nature is a way that God has inspired me to know what goes with what. He did it best. So as I've taken that first step to assess my wardrobe, to figure out what I might need, what I might need to replace, or what I need to purchase— I go out and shop intentionally, and I shop within the foundation of my capsule wardrobe. 
so that I'm not just grabbing something that when I get at home, I'm like, oh, this skirt was so cute, but I don't have a shirt to match it. There's not a thing in my closet to match it. So now you have to go out and spend more time and money shopping to get something to match the skirt. So while you're out, and this is a little trick I picked up along the way to shop head to toe. And in the YouTube video, if you watched it, I say wardrobe. I mean, because I don't expect for anyone to go out and buy a wardrobe unless you're able to and you're maybe starting from scratch, which I actually had to do a few years ago, uh, is start from 100% scratch. And that's, I think, how I was able to do so well with my capsule wardrobe is I purchased everything intentionally. But what I meant to say is when you go out and shop and teach this to your children, buy a complete outfit. Make sure you have shoes, a jacket, a bag, skirt, short, dress, whatever it is that you're purchasing, that is a complete look. So when you come home, you're not left with things having the tags on them or that you never wear, that you forget about because it's something that you've intentionally pursued and purchased. And the final thing I would say is quality over quantity. So the reason I did the video, so check it out if you haven't seen it, is I wanted to show you this difference. And my husband said it best. He always talks to me about tools. He works in the garage and builds things and needs quality tools because if he doesn't buy quality tools, they won't do the job to cut metal, to cut wood. And there's a lot of places that we can apply this same rule. And our wardrobe is one of them, especially with shoes. Shoes are kind of our foundation. If we're not wearing shoes that support our feet and our back and are comfortable, like if you're getting tingly feelings in your leg or your back is starting to hurt, you have not purchased the right shoes. And some places will take them back when you have problems like that. But if in advance you can decide to pay a little more upfront for a quality leather shoe, it is going to last you a long time. I have a pair of boots that usually for my birthday, I always ask for a pair of shoes. And this one particular pair that I bought was more than I'd ever spent on a pair of shoes. But let me tell you why. It was waterproof and leather. Also had a wool lining on the inside, so it kept my feet cozy warm. I have worn those shoes for seven years, maybe, maybe longer than that. They're finally at the point where I could continue to wear them, but the inside has worn out, like where my foot is like born a hole almost in them. So those are something that I'm looking to replace. But when you spend a little more upfront buying a quality product, you're not going to have to worry about spending that $10, $5 that you're thinking, oh, this is such a, a low price. Like at places like Walmart or Old Navy, which honestly, Old Navy charges way more than I ever spend at a outlet mall or Nordstrom Rack, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, those kinds of places where I can get a more quality product. So many of the Old Navy things, Walmart things, even I've recently started shopping at Costco those clothes start to pill very quickly. They um, don't wash well. They get stains that are hard to get out because the, the, the fabric is not as quality. And there's a lot of holes in the hemlines or hemlines just falling out entirely. 
I have clothes that I purchased 10, 15 years ago that are still in great shape that maybe normally they were $100 or $80, but I found them on clearance at an outlet store for $20 to $25, sometimes even less than $20. And those clothes have served me well for a long time. So as you're shopping, be intentional. Know why you're shopping, why you're going out to shop and spend your time and money. Be working within a capsule wardrobe, something that uniquely expresses who you are and does the job that you need your clothes to do. Remember to shop from head to toe. Buy a complete outfit when you're out so you save time and money. And also prefer quality clothing over the quantity of clothing that you buy. I want to remind everyone this episode is intended for inspiration and not imitation. I don't expect you to be like me or dress like me, but I want to inspire you today to rethink your wardrobe. And as you're heading out, going to do back to school shopping with your kids, I hope you enjoy it, that it doesn't fill you with anxiety or dread because you're going out with purpose, kingdom purpose and intentionality. And these are things as you're walking through the store that you can teach your children as well. One of the things that we start out doing, and it's a little different with my kids than it is with me, because they get rid of a lot more clothing than I do because they're growing. So a lot of what I've talked about today is mainly for people 15 and up that aren't replacing their wardrobe as much. So for little kids, I would say it's a little bit different What we do is we pull everything out of the closet, Marie Kondo style, and we don't necessarily do, does this spark joy? Like, I already know what my kids wear and what they don't. I have one child that really loves um, colorful clothes, and the other one really likes black, which has always been different to me because I don't wear any of that in my wardrobe, but she's kind of my classic beauty. And I always remember how that is such a classic look and a classic style. And I'm just okay with it. So (laughs) different than what I would do, but you know, I think she's, she's doing well. And so what we do is I pull everything out of the drawers, out of the closet, and we look at what is not worn and what doesn't fit. And we then donate it. So Then we go out and say what pieces we need to replace. If we need shorts, if we need a dress, maybe you have a wedding coming up and you need to uh, purchase something for that. Those are things to try to think about that while you're out to accomplish as much as you can, especially if there are good sales or good deals going on at the stores. So one thing that I forgot to talk about with frugality, and that kind of reminded me, is we have something in our state called Tax-Free Weekend, and it's a big deal. Like, I used to fall for it every year, that saving that 10%, until I actually shop so much, and I used to walk the malls quite a bit um, for exercise, and would do a lot of window shopping, and I would see and watch the sales, and if you've worked in retail, you probably know this already, But that weekend that they're offering the tax-free, you might be saving 10%, and there will be some sales, and there will be some things on clearance, maybe 20% off, 30% off. However, if you wait one or two weeks after the tax-free weekend, 
things are typically 75% off, 50 to 75% off. And, and it's uncanny. Every year I see it and I'm like, why are we falling for this tax-free weekend when it's going to be cheaper if we wait a little bit? So don't feel like you have to get out on the tax-free weekend unless that's your thing. I hope that everything I've shared today helps you save time and money because we want to protect those resources and that you're able to find some joy and encouragement instead of frustration and dread when you look at your wardrobe and remembering that it is for a purpose. If you have any questions or comments, I would especially, because I don't have teenagers, love to know how you shop with your teen. You can contact me at bountifulliving.net or send me a DM on Instagram, bountiful underscore living. Y'all have a great week.